0: You are listening to L.P. arlington 96.7 FM. Is the music playing? Is the music playing? Yo, talk no. about <laughs> something or nothing at all, right? Miss <laughs> Sky Kiss on top of the list. I got your mind on the things that gets this and this <laughs> And this miss and this miss and, and Yo talk about something or nothing at all. Stop. Ignore signs and answer the call Miss, miss Sky miss, Kiss miss, on top of the list I got your mind on the things that gets this and miss. Hot topics and fun Entertainment like Please tell me why you're in your mama's basement Right yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That hurt my throat yeah. Y'all never see here swinging my dreads <laughs> Miss Sky Kiss on top of the list. I got your mind on the things that gets this and dismissed miss. Sky Kiss on top of the list. I got your mind on the things that gets this and dismissed miss. Oh, also, New School, I got all the tools. So open your mind and see me do what I do. Oh so new school. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 That's fine. Good morning and happy sunny day here in Arlington. I want to say happy sunny day because, you know, I don't know. The weather has been so hectic lately. Like it was well, not lately. It's just been raining, which is cool. But the thing about this area, when it rains, that humidity, that humidity is no joke. Happy Saturday and welcome to In Transition. I'm your host, Adele Sky Kiss Coleman. If this is your first time listening to In Transition, this is a show where we feature different phases and phases of guests as they're going through various stages in life and we discuss how they got through to help inspire you for your transition. So that's the theme of the show, In Transition. I'm your host, Adele Kiss Coleman, and I thank you for joining me. it has been a lot of things happening this week, and I'm, I'm not going to lie, people. It's, it's been a little bit of a challenge um this week to find a good news story (laughs) that's as terrible as it sounds it's not to say that things aren't good things aren't happening it's just to say that um you know um yeah it's not a lot being reported would you say that in It's it's not it's not a lot kind of yeah it's a bit of a yeah yeah. It's been rough this week. <laughs> yeah, you know, admittedly, I sure. I was digging like show me some good news and it just like bam, bad, 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 you know. it's, yeah. it's been a rough rough week. You know, the verdict this week, um Officer Yanez and the Philando st- 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 um Philando Castile case came out with a not guilty verdict and you know, if that wasn't infuriating enough, we then had, you know, the video that came out after you know, kind of showing, you know, what happened in the altercation yeah. and, you know, Philando Castillo definitely did not deserve to lose his life. Um, and then to see the, another video of Diamond Reynolds and her daughter telling her to be quiet because she didn't want her mom to get shooted. Like, as a parent of a young child, admittedly, that just tugged at my heartstrings. And I just mm-hmm. pray for the family and everyone involved, you know. And it, it's just rough out there, you know. Just be kind to one another. You know, and it's at, people may feel like he was right or he was in the wrong, but there are certain laws and guidelines that, you know, officers should abide by. Um, but without going to that as the first, you know, reaction, my understanding, because yeah, I've officers have come in contact and, you know, previous family members, that the, the idea is to disarm you know, mm. not to kill,
1: and you de-escalate know, the situation. yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: And not panic. It's a lot of panicking happening, which makes me question a lot of stuff. But like I said, you know, not to be dismissive of that case or anything. It was so many like, you know, not so positive things happening in the news this week. And then, you know, we also had the healthcare bill. You know, I do want to ask you as a, I want say Capitol Hill insiders that, is that safe to say? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> what was what what what's happened? Give us some insight on that. You know, we know that initially um Congress submitted the healthcare bill that yeah, Senate the rejected. That Senate rejected. Yeah, the House submitted that the Senate rejected. And the Senate was like, Oh, we're gonna come up with our own, you know, yeah. health care bill and apparently that's even worse than the other one?
2: Yeah, so much so until they're scrambling to get republican support for a republican because if i'm correct it's bill. like
0: 48 democrats and 52 republicans right um so more
2: more more so like i think 45 democrats okay yeah
0: and they need at least 52 republicans on exactly and they don't have that
2: no which is very interesting because the senate's supposed to be the more controlled the more calm and demure um body is this a similar in.
0: situation like last time when even the congress members didn't want to have be affected by that health care bill remember it was like an article that came out where they stated that even they weren't willing to to have that health care but right. Americans should.
2: well first of all they of course don't want their names attached to this because they know they go back to their home districts then it could be pretty um but your name is
0: attached <coughs> to it if you drew it up and you voted on it right. you don't have to sign it you voted on it
2: right right um, I think, but the other thing is, yeah, they they don't want. Um, they're trying to push something onto the American people that they themselves don't want, and I think it's becoming more and more apparent that um, what something President Trump said very early on he said, "I had no idea that health care was this difficult," <laughs> and that's the thing. It is they
0: and like the the thing about it is, you know, I guess hindsight or maybe it's because of what's happening now, but a lot mm-hmm. of Democrats admit, you know, that. Obamacare isn't the best solution mm-hmm. you know it, it has its issues as well but it's better than you know what they're offering
2: yeah that that's for sure that's for sure
0: but what a lot of people forget is that and you can correct me if I'm wrong Obamacare is an extension of a bill of a health care plan that he saw and agreed upon from um, the Republican who was running for president um, Mitt Romney Romney
2: yeah, it's kind of based off of Mitt Romney is credited with being the first, like, national politician of prominence or whatever to kind of introduce that successfully into America. And that was back in, I think, the 90s or whatever. So, yeah, some of Obamacare is actually.
0: <laughs> Interestingly enough. Exactly. So, like, what was wrong with health care? Like, I got a very loaded question. Why did there need to be such a change? Do you feel like what's the biggest thing? Because especially, like, you know, for us, I'm not going to lie, like, growing up, I didn't know anything about that stuff, you know, like, oh, I go to the doctor, you know, I didn't know what my parents were dealing with or not dealing with, Mm -hmm. you know, I know that we switched insurances, we used to be with Capital Care, and that doesn't exist anymore, and it became Kaiser, Mm -hmm. so... You know, and then we had that, and then we weren't allowed to like go to any doctor. We had to go to their facilities, which was cool for me. But I'm a kid, you know. I don't really understand. I just know that that's now my doctor. So, like, what? Why was this conversation necessary? Did they feel like we didn't have the best healthcare? You know, why isn't there? Why is you know, yeah?
2: I think in a lot of ways, people saw that we do have a great healthcare system, and it's still in a lot of ways the best in the world. But just because it's the best. You know, does is it, it
0: the best in the world?
2: Uh, if you, it depends on who you ask and what you're dealing with. <laughs> I mean, so I think it's still, they issues. have
1: free healthcare in Canada.
2: Yes, they do. But if you ask a lot of people, there's still like a lot of long waiting times and um, wait lists or whatever. And you, you can know, get that because it's free, right? Right. So I will say, although um, in, in a lot of aspects, American healthcare is great, it still needed improvements and that didn't absolve anything. So I think that's why, um, you saw such an urgency on the state level when it came to like Mitt Romney and folks up in Massachusetts way back when. And then even on a national level, you know, once President Obama came in office to push for that. And, you know, you know, if we're being completely honest, you know, the Republicans were not that eager to um, get anything done. They were kind of happy with the status quo. But now that they're back in charge of Washington, D.C., now they're feeling all of a sudden urgency to, you know, right the wrongs of Obamacare. And, you know, when let's be honest, health care in general was not one of their biggest causes <laughs> over the past 20 years. Yeah. It was fighting terrorism, quote unquote. It was, you know, tax, you know, tax relief and helping small businesses. So, you know, it's it's a lot to uh, unpack. That's for sure.
0: What bothers me about all of this if I'm being completely honest, um, is the fact that it's like every it's like it's not about healthcare to mm-hmm. me. You know, it's about okay. These are the things that Obama, you know, President Obama wanted to do. We're not going to let him move. We don't agree with anything. Stop him! Stop him! Stop him! And then now, when you have control, these are the things that we want to do. Let's stop each other. Let's stop each other. You know, and it's terrible healthcare. I I read it. You know, it, it. You can Google it. The document is public. You know, mm-hmm. and I, admittedly, I didn't understand a lot of it because it's that legal jargon. Mm-hmm. But the gist of what I understand, I didn't agree with a lot of it, and you know, it, it was very scary, especially what happens to senior citizens. Right. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, I think about my grandfather who is on, you know, Medicaid and who is surviving because of that, and his, what would be, quote unquote, pre preconditions, you know. Mm-hmm. And so that's scary because it's it's not only dangerous for a lot of people, it's going it can kill a lot of people, you know, being turned away, you know, just because they have a, a quote pre existing condition. That's like right. it's just it's it's really scary. So I just don't I I don't think it's about <laughs> it's crazy as sound sounds healthcare. It's about how we're all angry at each other, but we're going to pretend like we're not and smile for the photos. But we really don't like each other. So let's just kind of see yeah. who can get the most done with our anger and, you know, what's going on with us and blah, blah, blah. You know, does that make sense? Like, it just kind of seems like it's a guys club for one, because a lot of females are involved in these conversations. And when the females are involved in these conversations, mm-hmm. it's like they get dismissed, you know, like um, Senator Kamala
1: Harris. Harris. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like when, when when she was questioning Jeff Sessions
1: mm-hmm.
0: and the other congressman shut her down was like, you got to let him. And she wasn't even interrupting him. And yeah. then he's all playing the victim sessions. Like, oh, you know, it's just so much questioning. I don't under... I gotta I gotta sit and understand and it's just so overwhelming you know like it's right. crazy it's it's really disturbing how women in Congress are treated and you know I really don't agree with it and I don't like it and it just seems like it's a gentleman's club and who can screw who over the most and just anger and just I just do not like it and it doesn't solve anything and it hurts all of us mm-hmm. in the end especially the people who voted for him you know not especially but including the people who voted for him the president agree with me or not, but read it, like seriously. You know, I wasn't speaking out on healthcare reform because I wasn't. I saw things, but you know, I was just. People say, oh, if you have this, this is a previous existing. I believe in educating yourself. It is a public document. I read as much of it as I could take yesterday. Mm-hmm. You know, and the things that will impact my child. You right, know, like right. if she has asthma. You know, or exactly. if she has something going on with her ears, like it's basically it seems like everything is a pre existing condition. Like, right. seriously, me having had a child, yeah, I now have a pre existing condition. Like, that is insane,
2: it really is.
0: Um, but again, <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't mean to bog us down with you know just the craziness, but it's reality and it's scary, and we need to know and don't just rely on on you know just google and honestly like just you know news sources like it's in your face actually do the homework and do the research because you know like personally i felt like a lot of the media outlets that i trusted over the years kind of turned with this last election you know yeah. and i i got tired of watching it i think it's important to read i think it's important to understand and talk to people like admittedly i don't even understand what a lot of this stuff means and i talked to one of my mentors who is a political scientist yeah and asked him hey can you break this down for me <laughs> so
1: that's for sure we're
0: gonna take a quick break and um, When we return, we're gonna talk about qu- crazy the craziness of Uncle Al Sharpton you know, over these last couple of weeks, and then we're also going to talk about the good news story of the week. This is just kind of our free for all Saturday. We we, we, used to, we used to have we have had free Fridays. We used to have free for all Friday, or you know, let's just like open conversation Friday. You know, so we're gonna have an open conversation about what's going on in the world around us. We're gonna try to have some good news stories. I have a really I found one. I found a good news story, and it, it will make. You know, it might not make you cry. It might. It may be. I don't know. But it's a really good news story. So we're going to talk about that when we return. You can follow me on Facebook.com backslash sky kiss, S K Y K I S S E D. On Twitter at sky kiss, S K Y K I S S E D. You can email us at the In transition show at com. the In transition show at com. And people ask me on my Instagram, you can go follow us at, at sky underscore. K-I-S-S-3-D Sky underscore K-I-S-S-3-D I I feel good too We'll be right back
1: So good I got a hue I feel nice Sugar and spine I feel nice Sugar and spine
0: Well, that was a little bit of James Brown. If 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 you don't know who that is, I I don't know. I don't know what to say to you. The Godfather. The Godfather. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, that was definitely "I Feel Good" by James Brown. Um. Definitely a great song. Um. Great guy. Just you know, everyone's uncle. Yeah. You know what's funny? I realized like, whenever time I talk about James Brown, like, in a room full of people, someone's related to him have you experienced that yeah like every single time like you be in a room full of people like james brown i was jamming
1: gotta
0: have a funky good time and then so it's like oh yeah that's my my uncle on my father's side my cousin's best friend's uncle niece nephews you're like what like every everywhere you go He's related to somebody.
2: Yeah, yeah, I I agree. Maybe it's because the brown name is so common or something like that. Yeah, but that is funny. I never thought about it's that.
0: It's crazy. Like I just sorry because I have a friend who's actually related to him. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> i tell you which friend. Um, offline. Um, but anyway, <laughs> welcome to In Transition. I'm your host, Adele Skykiss Coleman. You are listening to WERALP Arlington 96.7 FM. We're kind of just having a free day, kind of talking about everything that's going on. Um, speaking of everyone's uncle, <laughs> if you don't have social media, then you wouldn't know what's been kind of going on. Al Sharpton um, was <laughs> trending this week and not for the reasons. And, real
2: quick, connection, you know, he calls he's deemed himself uh, James Brown's son.
0: See? see yeah. You see? Yeah. Houseway. You, you see what I'm saying? Like, he
2: did meet him at a young age. and What does I, that have to do? With I have no idea Like how, if Al Sharpton was going to become a performer, then I kind of get it. But for some reason, it's like one of those you know, weird. You're like in politics. Right, it's one of those weird life connections that you would have never guessed. You know what I'm saying? It's it's kind of crazy, but no, go ahead. Go ahead, because it's been funny this week.
0: Yeah, if you've been <laughs> under a rock or just don't sit on Instagram or Twitter or just don't even open Facebook or anything, you missed it. So <laughs> Al Sharpton this week posted a selfie, right? And it's basically a selfie of him. I guess he's preparing to go work out. Yes. Um... And it, it's interesting because he always takes it with a mirror because um, this isn't the only one. So it's one with him with his workout clothes and his shorts and his hair slicked back and there's a mirror and he posted that to Instagram and it's just, he he used the mirror so you could get a whole selfie and it just like broke the internet. Everyone's like, what is going on with Al Sharpton? He has one of his profiles, his, his profile of him in the mirror. He's always like, looking in the cam, like in the camera or something, and there's always a mirror behind <laughs> him like reverend al you don't need a mirror for selfies that's the whole point the phone mirrors was there that's why i said selfies right. a picture he, he's at
2: the back of the camera i mean the back of the phone yes like, and then the like
0: there's one with him with with a huge comb a huge <laughs> comb <laughs> and taking a selfie in the mirror of him combing his hair, you know.
2: So this literally broke the internet. It what literally
0: broke the internet. And then there's a <laughs> video of him doing push-ups on a table and then he tried, he tried. He tried the one the one um arm for like a split second and was like No, (laughs) this is, I'm not there yet, you know, I'm not there. Um, So the reason why is just probably seeing Al Shopton in that light. You know, Al Shopton has lost a significant amount of weight. Like he used to be very big. Um, you know, and I, I believe he had surgery around the same time. Al Roker had surgery. Like, that was the thing. Uh, but now he's just been kind of working out and trying to live a healthier lifestyle. And no one's judging him for that. It's just these selfies. Like, it's like, you know, it's always <laughs> that joke about your grandfather using the camera. It's always too close to his face. And, you know, a little bit out of focus. <laughs> right, right. Just the mirror. Right. And then, you know, the internet broke because he's so small. They're like, you know, it looks like an older head on a younger kid's body. <laughs> you know, it's just... Somebody said,
2: somebody said, "Al Sharpton looks like a twelve-year-old in his PE clothes for third period." <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, there's a lot of Benjamin Button jokes. Right, you know, right. it's just <laughs> <laughs> that's too funny. So it just is 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 you know. I don't know, like, it's, it's, I, I'm not mad at him, you right. know, in that, you know, he's trying to live a healthier lifestyle. He actually released a statement mm-hmm. um, because, again, he broke the internet. <laughs> so, you know, you got to speak out. Mm. Um, so, remember Al Sharpton, and we posted an article from Huffington Post, Al Sharpton defends his selfies, don't be jealous because I'm so fit at 62. On Father's <laughs> Day, the 62-year-old posted um A pre-gym selfie in front of a mirror of the most MySpace angle ever. (laughs) The photo made its rounds on the webs and folks let the jokes fly by. I'm sorry, but the internet, that's the internet. Like, people keep saying the internet is undefeated. Like, people (laughs) just, that's what they do. (laughs) Um, Since that fateful day, even more Sharpton selfies have gone viral, prompting people to wonder what is going on on here (laughs) a video shopping doing push-ups and almost attempted to do a one-arm push-up against the desk in his office gained a lot of shares and retweets on tuesday nelly called for an instagram boycott until we found out who the heck is leaking out shopton photos (laughs) um al wants to let everyone know he can do bad all by himself Mm. on national selfie day which was last week um, TMZ asked Sharpton about his photos and the MSNBC host playfully told the internet to stop hating I live in a Trump era Sharpton said if he can tweet at night I can selfie before I go to gym in the morning and don't be jealous because I'm so fit at 62 he's added wow. that he's using his photos to promote a healthy lifestyle I work out he said I was showing people you work out you take your health seriously I think it's a good thing I'm gonna keep doing it <laughs>
2: I can get with that. It's awkward. It's like your old Uncle Al who's, you know, trying to be hip, trying to be cool. But I can get with that. And then
0: I think it's just. People are used to seeing um, Al Sharpton in a certain light, you know, True. not in like a playful way. You know, yeah. he, he marched with King and, yeah. you know, Jesse Jackson and, right. you know, was part of the civil rights era. Not to say he can't have that side, but it's like if you know your whole life that the serious stern Uncle Al and, you know, he's kind of, you know, talking seriously on the TV and the news channels and right. all this stuff. And then you see this selfie with the legs parted a certain angle with the little <laughs> sneakers with the with the white gym socks slouching at you you know it
1: just it makes you be like what are you doing hey
2: oh my goodness yeah you're right
0: <laughs> but hey do you How right. was you know, I won't be jealous cuz you're so fit at right. 62. Get it. So we're posting all these articles on our facebook.com backslash um Sky Kids page facebook.com backslash Sky kiss. Um and I promise you guys that I had good news this week, good news story of the week. Um you know, last last Sunday was Father's Day. Yeah. Happy belated Father's Day. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you're like I'm not a dad. <laughs> anyway, um, I had a good father's you did? day. You did? Did you? Yeah, I had a really good one. That's good. What did you do?
2: Um, I spent it with men in my life that are very important to me. One what? of those being my dad.
1: I would hope. Yeah.
2: And <laughs> I spent some time with some other folks later on that evening, and I had some fun. Really had some fun. Yeah. Well, that's
0: good. I'm glad.
2: Yeah. So, what's happening with Father's Day? Because it sounds like yeah. your good news story has so, something yeah, to do with Yeah, of course. That.
0: So my good news story definitely involves Father's Day. Um, this week we had a, a, young, a father who's who lost his daughter, okay? And I know that starts off, like, really negatively. Um, but he lost his daughter, and she ended up being an organ donor. So after his daughter's death, a dad biked 2,000 miles to hear her heartbeat one last time. Um this dad couldn't contain his emotions when he heard his daughter's heartbeat for the first time in six months. That's because 21 year old Lamuth Jackson Jr. was first diagnosed with a rare heart defect in January and he was only given 10 days to live unless he underwent a heart transplant. In that same week, Abby Connor was found unconscious in the bottom of a hotel pool while on vacation in Cancun. Connor was then taken. Into Fort Lauderdale Hospital, where doctors discovered that she had an irreparable brain damage. Mm. Um, Connor's organs were harvested, and Jack Jr. became the lucky recipient of her heart. After the successful surgery, Jack Jr. was contacted by Abby's father, Bill Connor. He had reached out to the to several patients who had received his daughter's organs, but none of them had responded except Jack Jr. The two stayed in correspondence and agreed to meet in Baton Rouge, Louisiana on Father's Day so Bill could hear his daughter's heart one more time. Then, in order to raise awareness for organ donation, Bill biked over 2,000 miles from his home in Madison, Wisconsin. He biked from Madison, Wisconsin to Baton Rouge. When wow. the two finally met, they couldn't contain their emotions. The father and youth shared a one-minute hug in silence before Jack Jr. brought out a stethoscope and let Connor listen to his heart. After a long, meaningful silence, Connor said with a tearful smile, Well, it sounds like it's working. That is such wow. a beautiful story.
2: Wow, that is. That is. It's it's amazing. Modern medicine has so many um, you know, new advances and all that, which is great. But like... Sometimes you kind of lose the uh, human emotion, you know what I'm saying, <clears throat> part of a lot of these stories. Um, sometimes, when, you know, people are diagnosed or whatever. Sometimes the complaint is, you know, the doctors are, you know, too cold and calloused and, you know, they really don't have um, too much empathy or sympathy for the patient and all that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And quite honestly, sometimes stories like this that remind you, of you know, that we're we're all human and we all have, you know, that one last connection, like you said, is um, something that father went through all of those different obstacles just to. Uh,
0: and like, I couldn't see. imagine like that, that's that energy, you know, in that space to mourn your daughter and to grieve and to miss her. But then to hear her heart and like feel like you, you, you can still, you know, when, when someone dies, you just want to hold on to a piece of them. Like you just want to hold on. And. You know, to be able to hear something that was so essential, you know, that was her heart. You know, heart is this heart is so deep, like in that it's the signal of love, you know, right. that you know, it's it's one of your major vital organs, you know, and that even though she was brain dead, she was still able to donate her heart, you know, that's after, right. you know, such a tragic ending for this young lady. But it's it's just a new beginning. And she gave life like that's the ultimate gift. And to receive that and to hear that such a blessing on Father's Day, you know, I'm personally I am an organ donor because of my mm-hmm. own story. You know, my little sister passed away because she needed an organ and. um. You know, by the time she got one, it's it's interesting because, you know, I don't know if there have been more advances in that. You know, there weren't a lot of people who were willing to donate organs, especially in the African-American community. Right. Um, and when she finally got what she needed, you know, her body, it was kind of too late. Like, her body started to reject it. Oh, and, wow. you know, because there's still that risk. Yeah. You know, you can get an organ, but then your body might reject it. You know, right. you don't know, you know, what may happen. So. I just wanted to share this story, not to you know bring these down, but just this is such a beautiful story, and you know I'm so glad that the family was able to help save another family's life. he's raising awareness for organ donation right. and just you know spreading the joy and the love and i just I just really. That's such an amazing Father's Day gift, you know, especially like in grieving your daughter (laughs) and it's Father's Day. And I don't know if that was his only child, but then you might not even want to celebrate Father's Day because it's like I lost my child, you know. Mm -hmm. And so it's really hard. I remember those first couple years and even now with having lost my mom and, you know, Mother's Day is one of the toughest days that I have to deal with, you know, because not even just that you you miss your parent, but you're reminded that they're not there because you look around you and it's like ads and, Mm. you know, different ventures and different people. So, you know, and and, and between the ads and people taking photos with their moms and now the mom filters and like all this excess stuff, you don't want to tell other people like, don't celebrate your mom, but it just kind of sucks, you know, for you when your mom isn't here. So, more, you know, I do hope that they're able to, you know, stay in touch and, you know, build a bond and, and not be forced and it just be, you know, they're relating to each other and just can grow. So we're gonna take a quick break. Um and then when we return, we're gonna talk about news this week. Um and just kind of, you know, go forward with what's been happening and just update you on different current events. So we're gonna take a quick break. Are you are you ready for us take a quick break? No? Mm-hmm. Produce a slipping, you know. Um anyway, so I got to tell you, you guys, you know, I hope that you're enjoying the warm days. You know, it's funny. We we prematurely celebrated, you know, summer coming. But, hey, I don't care because it felt like summer since that day. So, you know, happy summer. I think summer officially started this week. Uh, Monday was the longest day of the year, a summer solstice. So I hope you guys, you know, light up the barbecues and have a good time. We're going to take a quick break. And when we return, we'll continue our discussion. You're listening to um the 96.7 FM
1: have to set it straight take control of your mind and meditate let the soul gravitate to the love y'all y'all people die children hurt hanging, and you crying and you practice what you preach and what you turn it are that Father, father 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 Same. Always in change, new days are strange as the world is same, If love and peace is so strong, why are the pieces of love that don't belong? Nations dropping bombs, chemical gases filling lungs of little ones with ongoing suffering. As the youth are young, so ask yourself, is the love really gone? So I can ask myself, really what is going wrong in this world that we live in? People keep on giving in, making wrong decisions, only visions of the dividends. Not respecting each other, denying thy brother. A war is going on, but the reasons undercover. Kept secret and swept under the rug. If you never know truth, then you never know love. Where's the love, y'all? Come on, I don't know. Where's the truth, y'all? Come on, I don't know. Where's the love, y'all? We're all killing people dying. Children hurt and, hit and crying. When you practice what you preach, What you turn the other cheek. Father, Father, Father. Whatever happened to the values of humanity Whatever happened to the fairness and equality Instead of spreading love, we're spreading animosity Lack of understanding, leading us away from unity That's the reason why sometimes I'm feeling under That's the reason why sometimes I'm feeling down It's no wonder why sometimes I'm feeling under Gotta keep my faith alive when love is found people dying Children hurting and crying When you practice what you preach What you turn me i
0: Welcome back to W E R A L P Arlington 96.7 FM. I am your host, Adele Sky Kiss Coleman, and you are listening to W-E-R-A. Oh, I think I just said that. But just in case you didn't hear it, the first time you listen to W-E-R-A, L P Arlington 96.7 F M, you can follow me at dot You can follow me at SkyKiss S-K-Y-K-I-S-S-E-D at on Twitter and on Facebook and then on Instagram. You can follow me at Sky underscore Kiss3D. I'm sorry. That that's like way different, but apparently somebody got to that name before I had Instagram. I was late to it, so I can't like call her up and say, "Hey, change your name." You know, I can just only hope that at some point she does, so I could just have the straight Sky Kiss name. That's, that's 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 all that's all one can hope for. Mommy, I want to sit with you. Okay, thank you. As you, as you hear, my little junior producer wants to sit with me. Um. Anyway, you know, I definitely want to. We were talking about, before we went to the break, the, the great good news story um, about the father who who biked 2,000 miles um, to hear his daughter's heartbeat one, one last time. I did want to ask you, what do you think about um, organ donation, MD?
2: Well, I mean, it's... I think it's great. <laughs> what? I honestly do think it's a good idea. It's just I've never been... Uh, at least up until this point, compelled to do it myself. I just have, if you know me, like I grew up in Chicago. My grandfather was like this big conspiracy theorist. So some things I kind of stay away from just until I know more about it and I do more r- research on it myself. Mm-hmm. But I, mean, I think it's awesome. I'm, I had a younger sister as well who was, had a really bleak diagnosis at birth. Thankfully she survived. She's, you know, alive and pretty healthy now you know she's 20 years old but i understand like you know people who kind of come into this world already at a disadvantage health-wise and you know you may need some help from an or- organ donor so i i do think it's awesome but like have i actually signed the back of my uh license yet no i i just i think i need to do some more research before i would get to that point
0: yeah i mean definitely make sure that's something that you're ready to do you know i have firsthand like you said with your sister and unfortunately my sister lost her life and so like my parents all of us just kind of decided that we don't want another family mm-hmm. you know to have to experience you know that that all loss right. again because to know that you know this person's living and they just needed something that none of us could give you know it's, it's terrible my mom you know to the day that she passed away unfortunately um, never, of course, got over my little sister passing, mm-hmm. you know, and it's certain things that I don't agree with, you know, in organ donating. Like I would rather my organs go to someone that they can help than scientific research, you know, and I know right. you're like, well, that can help people. Well, that's the, it's more directly can help someone mm-hmm. to give someone my heart versus the, to give a science is my heart and then they study it and then they make some developments years right. later you know and then especially with in the African American community you know especially with the recent movie um, that came out with Oprah um, the oh. Gila Gila is that the name of it um, Henrietta Lacks, Henrietta Lacks. Right, right. and you know her sales were stolen you know so that's Very something true. else that you know people kind of steer away from because you don't know what happens and the only thing, like one of the biggest things that I, I do not want to happen no matter what is I do not wish to donate my face. You know, mm-hmm. I, I cannot. You know, I know some people do donate their face the same way people are like, well, I don't need my organs, I'm not here, I don't need my face. I get that, but I just, I can't do that to my family. I wouldn't want no one else walking around with my face. Like, it's one thing to be I your heart, but like your face.
2: Yeah, I get that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a lot. And, you know, but I mean... Like I said before, science, the science community, the health community,
0: they're making a lot of um
2: advances.
0: So, so. You, would, you would donate your face?
2: No. That would be a little creepy to kind of see. I wouldn't want that for right. for the people I I leave behind.
0: Exactly. Like they walking down the street and then it's you but it's not you. <laughs> like, you know, it's that, not funny, but, but it's true, you know. Yeah. It's it's <laughs> All right. I'm going to move. On. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I know there was the NBA draft pick this week.
2: Right, the NBA draft. What happened to you? I did not watch it this week. No, I
0: meant like what happened to you, like, you know, being in there,
2: huh? you know,
0: getting picked. You said you was going to Chicago uh, this uh, year. No, not like that. That didn't work out? I always. Oh, you were uh, going to visit Chicago, but man. you said you was going to play, no? No. You're not that good. Like, oh, I, I was all, I was
2: locked down defender on on hard Locked
0: wood. down defender. Locked down. Mm. I mean, he,
2: he can't get past me. But I don't think I'm on their level. Interesting.
0: <laughs> well, anyway, we had the NBA draft this week. Um, the ranking NBA teams from top top to bottom in um, draft picks. You can definitely Google it and check it out on ESPN. Um, and and see like who went where and and you know was there anyone that you were specifically kind of kind of looking out for? No, I'm just
2: a little bummed right now because for the seventh pick in the draft, you my guys team, didn't, the didn't Chicago Bulls, gave the, away our star player Jimmy Butler
0: so for
2: now, who? for the seventh pick in the draft. I don't even know who they ended up.
0: Oh, so they took. Oh, okay, so that basically they gave up their star
2: mm-hmm. to. Minnesota, Minnesota. Yes,
0: to go ahead because he's a young guy, right, Jimmy? Yeah. Yes. So he was going to basically come up and rebuild the team. Yes. Because doesn't Wade play for you, guys? Yes. Okay. So he's going to be that 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 one star player that kind of lifts it up. You know, every team has one. Like for here, it's Wall. You know, they have right. that one star that's supposed to help rebuild the team. So they basically was like, "No, we're going to trade him so that we could get a seventh pick." What did they have originally?
2: Um, I think we were somewhere in the um like right above the lottery pixel somewhere in the teens i want to say so in other words they get two first round picks but my thing was it worth it i don't i don't see how it is man like jimmy butler derrick rose once he kind of left you know off the scene
0: i mean let's be completely honest derrick rose wasn't really contributing yeah i i agree but my point is like to you guys you do know that (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just saying, like, he was always hurt. Like, he he wasn't doing anything.
2: And for us to be able to, we were were able to fill in that void, you know, with someone like Jimmy Butler for a few years. And, you know, we were still relevant in a lot of ways. That was, you know, something that, you know, all Chicago fans were happy with. And then you just kind of give it away.
0: And for who?
2: Uh Laurie Marcanin.
0: Interesting. All right, I could talk about the first draft pick. <laughs> the first draft pick was Markel this exactly Um Round one pick one. <laughs> this is exactly <laughs> my point. And get this. Uh, hold on, but that's that's not even your team. That he went to the Timberwolves. This this is what I'm saying. But he went to the Timberwolves. Who?
2: Laurie Markin Right, but my point is that's who we traded for. So, in other words, in a case like that, this is what they do in the NFL and NBA. If they know they're going to make a draft night trade, the Bulls, w- I mean, the Timberwolves will ask the Bulls, well, who do you want us to trade? I mean, who do you want us to draft for Oh, you? I
0: see. So, your we'll guy and- went to the Timberwolves. Right. And they got Lori. Lori.
2: Probably at the Bulls' request. You know what I'm saying? They well, basically do that to cut out a step.
0: Oh, well, that's... That's so interesting. yeah well let's talk about the top 10 draft picks um we have markel fultz he went to the philadelphia 76ers um he was a freshman wow um
2: yeah, the 76ers have had like four out of the five last five first picks of the draft and all of them get injured it just amazes it's really me weird. that
0: because he's a freshman like for yeah. me personally i don't think that freshmen or sophomores should be able to enter the draft um and wow. college here's why because i don't feel like they've played that level ball long enough to fully get the understanding I of it that, the same thing with like football because like unless you went to like a big 10 school because you're playing at that level. Because when you're playing at high school level, that's cool. You know, not to diminish that in any way. But college ball is completely different. Just like the NBA is completely different. And yeah, you gotta kind of earn your stripes, you know, and earn your keep, and and roll with the punches, and and kind of you know get a little beat up on the court to kind of figure it out. But I feel like you should at least have played at that level in order to fully understand that level. Like to only do it right. after your first year. Like that's 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 too soon to me.
2: Right. I and this is what I find interesting. Like, with with the rule changes, I think that happened like ten, twelve years ago when they actually, you know, uh, banned high schoolers from coming into the league. I I don't know. I, this is what I, this is a question I will have for you. Like, do you think college players should get paid? Yes. Okay. Then because I, the I league that. makes because money. Thing,
0: they make. College Bowl, March Madness in itself. The, they wouldn't make money. There wouldn't be a March Madness. There wouldn't be the advertisement. There wouldn't be the ad revenue. There wouldn't be the the, the major networks, you know, having something to actually mm-hmm. show. There wouldn't be Nike sponsoring it. There wouldn't be Gatorade commercials if there were no players. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I I don't think that just offering them a free ride is enough. I do think that they should be played something
1: exactly. because
0: they're playing to me, it's, it's semi-professional.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
0: not fully there at that level, but it's, it's semi-professional. They're, they're mm-hmm. there. And exactly. and to me, a free ride on, and scholarships is just not enough.
2: I I agree with that, but I was just trying to make sure, like, when you say that they shouldn't be allowed in the draft, because this is a conversation, like I was just saying, that we had a discussion we had when the rules changed in the NBA. No, I, about I do not t- think they t- should know, 10, 12 because 12 I think ago. that that's why people Remember they get... used to allow high schoolers in. Exactly, and LeBron James was one of the I know I remember players. that
0: because of, because but LeBron James he was he's rare you know like to me I think the probability of you getting injured is higher um, I think that you know you don't really understand that I think that's what college is for. You know there has to be some type of middle ground mm-hmm. to kind of help you figure it out because I think what happens because like okay take football like when did when did RG when did RG three, um like go go into the
2: I believe he was a, a three year um like a redshirt freshman and then he only spent two years at Baylor I think but don't quote me on that. Um, because the NFL has yeah. had that role I don't, for a I long just time. Think, I mean, even if you
0: go in at your sophomore, I just personally don't think you should go in after your freshman year. I think you just yeah. got there. Like when you think about your freshman year of college, it's awkward, it's weird. You're trying to figure yourself out. You You're do. trying to balance yourself. You're trying to you know see see how strong you can play. Like personally, I just feel like you is a higher chance, and it's not saying for everyone. I just feel like especially with the NFL, it's a it's really it, like those are really big players and it's really tough you know and to go straight from high school to that i just think that there has to be some in between I for totally more than agree. one year
2: but you do understand the argument of there's no other industry in america that literally bans people from the workforce
0: no i get that
2: you know at beyond a certain age or whatever. but they do the that case. for
0: high school you can't go straight in after high school why do you think yeah. they change that yeah, because you're not there yet. You know, I'm I'm saying like, give me one year, you know, like there's a, a pre like take this as your training, you know, or something for like at least one year. Like take this as your one year training to kind of help you understand. Then,
2: I guess in a situation like that, then you would have to pay someone. They should. I don't you, even you even if they didn't someone. change
0: it, even if they didn't change it, and they say freshman can answer. I think that. Student athletes should be paid. I completely agree. Right. I think that stu- because it's more than. Let's be completely honest. Like their academics matter, but it's more than that. You know, it's exactly. it's bigger than that. They're making money for the school. They're you know th- th- why do you think like colleges go so hard to try to recruit players? It isn't just to get oh uh, us all the way to the championships. That comes with money right they get funding for that so why shouldn't it just be you know it shouldn't just be you know scholarships you know i just think that there should be some type of to me like when you when you go into the league yeah they, they teach you and stuff mm-hmm. and you know you learn the most on the court but i feel like that that first year or so in college is kind of like the in between to help you really understand this is how like this is how how professional ball works
2: right right i guess I, I'm just a little bit opposed to people like you know, kind of, basically restricting someone from making uh, a, their their livelihood. Basically,
1: I get
0: that.
2: So that that's all I was. But asking. you're also
0: in school. In school. Yeah. It's <laughs> like I worked and went to school. You right. know, I'm not saying that you can't I'm you know what I'm just saying is personally I feel like it should at least be something like that one year to get you there and it's not necessarily I get what you're saying with like it's restricting them from working but if you're paying them as student athletes you're still working but I feel like you if you if you're like Markel Fultz like I don't know his stats right so let's just say he's 6'10 right but say he's like a smaller guy he's only played freshman year mm-hmm. you know and then he's up against like a big body dude like lebron he's not ready for that you know right, right. you you gotta at least play against other big body dudes to, to even get your rhythm and that's what i feel like we 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 see in a lot of these people i think that's you know that's what helps you to kind of get that training to see where you where you are you know exactly. it's, it's like you don't in that same res- light, like, you know, okay, you see this as a professional, professional field, right? Mm-hmm. When you first started, you know, let's say you start shooting for a major network. On day one, they are not going to throw you to take the White House with the president. Day one, this is all you. You right. have to go through, you know, being with the big boys and like working your way to that.
2: I agree. It's discouraged, but there's no rule against
0: it. But they're not going to put you there true they're not gonna day one put you in the championship like against you gotta like I wanna say earn your stripes because they of course have earned their stripes they've been playing ball their whole lives but I think like it's so many levels to basketball especially now with the league you gotta understand the league because even the league now when, when we were watching the finals what's the main thing we used to say like dang this is so different from when we used to watch it in like 2007. The the refs let them play. They was hard, you know, fouling hard. It wasn't so emotional stuff. To me, that's why you know I think that there's a lot of acting now yeah. in basketball because there's sure. a lot of coddling, you know, kind of happening. And no, the NBA is not street ball, but think about when Allen Iverson used to play versus now. Right. Do you know how many times Allen Iverson would get a tech? You know, like seriously. <laughs> <laughs> That's you true. have to, it, but there's a toughness, you know, and I think that you 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 kind of got to get your stripes. I'm not saying, I think maybe there should be some tra- type of transitional program in that you pay your student athletes. Not necessarily keep them at the school, mm-hmm. but to get them that proper level of playing with these big, you know, in your face, you know, players. That's yeah. all I felt.
2: I get what you're saying. <laughs> I agree with you, though. I was just trying to make sure you weren't saying, oh, don't let them into the league, and we shouldn't pay them. No,
0: even before all of this stuff happened, um, I've always felt like athletes should be paid. Athletes are the superstars of the school. Like, let's keep that completely honest. And two, you know, it's, it, I understand that some of them have families at home that still need their support. You mm-hmm. know, personally, I was an athlete, and I had a family, you know, that I needed to support. But I think that you just gotta, you can make money. I think there should be an opportunity for them to play smart. Make money and kind of build up, you know, because like, say if Markel Fultz was still getting paid, you know, getting paid a, a nice bit amount. Right. And he chose to stay a couple more years, get his, you know, stripes at the school, you know, play hardball, play against all the top tiers. The transition to me is not, you know, so hard as, you and know, just kind academic
2: of academic benefit.
0: Yeah. Too. One Two, I do appreciate a lot of athletes going back to school. I can right. honor, admire that. But then, two, like you're used to playing like at this level, like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. It's not like oh, I'm gonna have you sitting on the bench all of my all season, but you could just watch, you know. Right. Or hey, I'm gonna throw you in with so and so, and then you like injured every every day, like your boy.
2: Dead gross. Yeah. I'm done with him. I, but I just you know wanna, what I'm saying. Yeah.
0: Everyone's not LeBron that's very they're not and LeBron was a big guy not even just height but just he's a big dude like you know but even then he had to earn his stripes Mm -hmm. and I understand you could throw people in the fire and have them tough it out or if anything make it an option you know what I'm saying I understand that some people just still want to leap and see how they do you know because the money is there but I also feel like this—that it's not high school ball
2: yeah you gotta grow up (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's for sure training
0: all jobs have training very true anyway we'll just have to say leave it at that sorry <laughs> if people are like what the heck it's not that i'm trying to discourage or hurt people's dreams i think that student athletes should be paid because even some student athletes don't even go on professionally or mm-hmm. they don't get selected in the draft they'll carry their school to a you know a, a, a championship year after year and might not make it in to the draft but i think that a lot of the you know especially with these coaching these these big tier schools a lot of the the coaching um a lot of their training and their the practices actually take away from their day-to-day like you know if you know a student athlete they can't do nothing go to school go to their classes their classes are built around their practice yep
2: and team meetings yeah especially football
0: especially football yeah yeah but and then you and you can't do anything yeah. so that is your life so you why not be paid as a student athlete i
2: agree with that. you can't
0: get a job like seriously <laughs> like we you're gonna work you at work it's practice right what about your brothers
2: <laughs> and traveling you're not on campus all the time yeah. like a regular student
0: yep and then don't forget like holidays like the bowls right you're not even home for the holidays
2: that that sucks.
0: So heck yeah, yes, yes, you should be paid. Yes. Especially in football.
2: Totally If fun. no other sport
0: football. Well congrats to Marcus Mark Markel Foltz, you know. And I wish yeah. you the best. Success. Seriously. Seventy sixes, bring bring it back, you know, and, you know. Hopefully AI come out, do some training. Just kidding. <laughs> Sorry I just love Alan Aberson. I think he's awesome. <laughs> um and then just before we go, you know, you Ball, um was the number 2 draft pick to the with the Lakers and isn't that um what you call his son um I can't remember his name. Alonzo Ball? Isn't it? Isn't he someone's son? Yeah, Levar Ball. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yes, yeah. his dad embarrassed him. It was like a press release um a press conference where Levar Ball was like, "And he's going to take the Lakers to the finals and championship in his first year."
2: okay that
0: is that is that sucks like it's like (laughs) not saying he does not have the capabilities but first of all you probably made all his now future teammates kind of look at him with Mm -hmm. the side eye Mm -hmm. you know like Who's this guy? Why is his dad think he he gonna carry us? You know, one he gonna have a tough time in that locker room, right, and right. then two, like, what if he don't even come close? Like, that's mad embarrassing. For, like, it, you should see his face when his dad is saying it. Like, he's like grabbing <laughs> his hat, putting his head. He's very embarrassed.
1: It's <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> I <do> so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. But you know, gotta love parents.
0: Good luck to all our athletes, you know, in the NBA and you know WNBA and right. you know Their sports and up. student athletes. I definitely think that you earn your stripes, but I, you know, I just I just feel like you should be paid and there should be some type of transitional thing. It's just you know how I feel.
2: Best of both worlds. Why not? We should make you, Madam Commissioner.
0: Yes, they'll be mad at me because I'll be paying them math those athletes. How unfair is that? Like, seriously, it really is. it's crazy. It really is. Like, I gave tour guides around campus and I got paid. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I'm just, I'm walking around talking. Meanwhile, you bring it in. filling the seats in the bring stands. In Think about that. Dollars. Think about, like, my school, Penn State, the Big Ten. Think about when we have All-White Day. Think about how big Beaver Stadium is. Mm-hmm. Think about the cost. Think about the alumni associations that mm-hmm. come down. That money goes to the school. That money does go to scholarships, right. but...
2: Yeah, it's yeah. a slippery slope.
0: Seriously. It really is. Yeah. All right, so... That <laughs> kind of ran away. I was actually going to talk about Bill Cosby, but, you know... Yeah. Google him. He's doing <laughs> tours soon. Maybe he'll be in a city near you. Um, we're going to go ahead and talk <laughs> to you guys. Hope you have a great week. Stay warm out there. Hit a beach, you know? Check yeah. out. You know, Go to the playground. Get some, Check out some resources around here in Arlington. There's a lot of beautiful things happening. Um, until next week, I'm your host, Adele Sky, kiss Coleman. And, you know, M. DuBose, I thank you for joining me.
2: Yes, thanks for always having me on. What are we going out to? um Something motivational. Nobody holding you back. He's
1: already giving no fight away. Got the dreams in your head, but you're scared. Will I crash when I fall? Will I fail? What is in my head?